0: Stop me if you've heard this one before. There isn't enough scoring in soccer. It's a frequent complaint, particularly here in the United States. Even worse, those games that end in ties and nobody scores. Nil-nil draws. What's the point of watching if there isn't even a winner? You're just left sitting there wondering how you get the last 90 minutes of your life back. Maybe, just maybe though, there's more to a game than the amount of points up on the board. After all, in England, scoreless draws have occurred roughly only 7% of the time. But that's only over the sports past 128 years. There is no sport that can match the story and nuance of soccer, no sport that can match the rising tension and thrill of what almost was in the near-miss. If you take a game for its box score rather than its moments, You may miss the miraculous save, impeccably executed game plan, masterful coaching, or the strength of human will that weaves together to form that final score. Today, we'll look back on one of the game's most famous scoreless draws and show even the most incredulous soccer detractors the glory that can be found in nil nil draws. After all, you're listening to win, lose, or draw. March 8th, 2006. Arsenal Football Club are taking the field against the Spanish giants, Real Madrid in the knockout round of the Champions League. It's a chilly night and there's a capacity crowd at Arsenal Stadium in Highbury, London. The legendary park that Arsenal have called home for 93 years, although not for much longer. The 2006 season was a farewell to Highbury as the team prepared to move to the newly built 60,000 seat Emirates Stadium in Northern London. The departure was both bittersweet and lackluster for Arsenal, who by that point in the season were already out of the running for the league title.
1: The season itself already seemed a little bit lost. Uh, It was a a bittersweet goodbye to Highbury. Um, We were moving into a transitional period where we knew that there was going to be a period of austerity as as the club moved into its new home. There was going to be a real real challenge in terms of uh, keeping the budget
0: that's dr david kilpatrick a professor of english and philosophy at mercy college in new york and former president of arsenal america the team's united states-based supporters club he was watching the game in dobbs ferry that night
1: i suppose when i look back on it more than anything uh the the romantic in me the the gooner who fell in love with arsenal football club at highbury looks back is at that that is being one of the the truly great, great fixtures at Highbury in the very last season at Highbury, against a Galactico side that that seemed nearly invincible.
0: On paper, there was a significant amount to split the two sides. Real Madrid boasted a star-studded roster of names that even the most casual of fans could recognize. Beckham, Ronaldo, Raul, Zidane. Zidane's cross, Beckham! Arsenal certainly were no scrubs. Jans Lehmann and Thierry Henry were world-class talents, but more than half the starting lineup was under the age of 25. Real Madrid were favored, to be sure. Yet despite all that, Arsenal had marched into Madrid the week prior and became the first English side to defeat Real Madrid on their home turf, thanks to a Thierry Henry one-game. He expects to be out the early prognosis here. So Henry getting clear, though. It's Thierry Henry! Even the Galacticos scoreless at Highbury would guarantee them a trip to the next round of the tournament. But that was no small feat. So what is it to be, business or pleasure? The game was underway, Arsenal in their deep maroon home kits and Los Galacticos in white. If the first four minutes were any indication, Arsenal were in for an onslaught. Zidane sent a ball into the box and found a wide open Ronaldo. He was completely unmarked. The Brazilian star had nothing to do but bury it into a wide open net. He connects with the ball with his head and sends it careening toward the bottom corner. They were about to lose their advantage in the first four minutes. But it's saved by Arsenal keeper Jans Lehmann. The German international barely gets his fingers to the ball and he pushes it out for a corner. The type of save a keeper is lucky to make even once in a match.
1: A wide open goal, and somehow Jens Lehmann uh, made that, that first save of the night, and it, in terms of goalkeeping displays, that may have been the ultimate Jens Lehmann performance that night. Um, to keep a clean sheet against those Galacticos of Real Madrid took a superhuman effort. It was a, a sign of things to come for the rest of the night, that's for sure.
0: By Arsenal standards, the 2005-2006 season was dismal. Just two years prior, Arsenal had accomplished one of the most unimaginable feats in sport. The undefeated season. 38 games without a defeat. Invincible. And a league title to boot. They finished runners-up the following season, but still managed to snatch silverware by defeating London rival Chelsea in the Football Association Cup. By 2006, though, Arsenal were out of the race for the title and had been eliminated from the FA Cup. The Champions League was all that remained to bring some semblance of glory to Highbury's final season. Just before halftime, Arsenal were streaking forward. Thierry Henry was alone at the edge of the box when he collected the ball, and he had the time to look out for a teammate. He finds Antonio Reyes with miles of space around him, a chance to put the game away and send the Gunners to the next round of the tournament. He collects the pass from his captain and launches it just off the crossbar and back into play. The halftime whistle blows. Neither side has been without chances. No goals, not yet at least. The Arsenal faithful are rightfully on the edge of their seats.
1: I don't think anybody expected uh, that match to be scoreless. Certainly the, the opening few minutes with, with uh, both sides trading serious punches, you would have put a lot of money on multiple goals. And uh, really it's it's a miracle this game didn't end seven to seven.
0: When the game resumes, it's not a matter of if, but when someone would score. 59 minutes into the match, David Beckham meets a long ball in the air and heads it down to Raul at the top of the box. The Spanish legend wastes no time rifling a shot toward the left side of goal and just past Lehman's outstretched hands. Surely this was the goal Real Madrid needed. But it ricochets off the inside post. Lehman is lying face down on the turf as the ball bounces back into play into the feet of Raul. Few people bury second chances like Raul and the net is wide open for him.
1: at oh, the inside of the post Raul, Is going hit the back of the net now? He's hit the post again. It's gone beyond the far post. Oh, I
0: don't it. had sprinted across the face of goal and dove back to just barely get a hand on the ball and deflect it wide to keep the match scoreless. The save was so unbelievable, even the commentators thought it would have had to have hit the woodwork of the goal.
1: Just kind of in a state of disbelief. How did that happen? How did Lehman, how was Lehman able to recover like that? It wasn't that Real, it wasn't that Raul blew it there. It was just that, uh, like the football gods were having fun.
0: Not to be denied, Arsenal tried to follow up with a goal of their own. Henri weaved through the Real Madrid defenders in a marvelous solo effort, akin to the goal he scored during his away match. The Frenchman sprung free and took aim, but his shot flies just, just ever so wide.
1: Well, it really was a razor edge thing where the tension just kept building and building and building. Neither team wanted to play the match in the middle of the pitch. Both side, there, there were so many, so many missed opportunities of the ball just going wide to the left, wide to the right, hitting the post, hitting the crossbar, sailing over the crossbar, a glanced header being missed, blocked shots. Um, Really, really astounding.
0: It's easy to forget the teams that don't win. It's even easier to forget the players with marvelous efforts and defeat. Chuck Howley remains the only American football player to win the Super Bowl MVP, despite playing for the losing team. Likewise, it must also be easy to forget the miraculous feats of sport that occur in these scoreless draws the near misses of legendary players and masterful saves by locked-in goalkeepers, the perpetual onslaught of attack that convinces even the most confident fans to sit on the edge of their seats. On that chilly night in March, there wasn't a single soul in Highbury not chewing their nails, not wondering when the wall would finally break, when the goal would finally slip in, when some were sent to their knees while others leapt up with thunderous applause. In the waning moments of the game, Arsenal and Real Madrid sat scoreless, but the Spanish side had one last gasp of air. A corner kick. Their last opportunity. Iker Casillas, the Madrid goalkeeper, was called up to give them an extra body in the box. Lehmann, continuing his magical night, plucked the ball out of the sky before it even hit a player. With injury time to come, a goal here would surely end things. The German keeper plays the ball down the line to a streaking Perez, Casillas is sprinting to get back to his wide open net. It's a foot race. Perez takes his shot from 60 yards out, expecting the ball to beat Casillas to the goal. It's on target. It's going. It's got to be. It will beat him there. It's on the goal line. Roberto Carlos had dove for the ball and cleared it just before it crossed into the net. Perhaps mind bogglingly so, despite all the talent and all the attempts, There were no goals to be had on this night between these two
1: sides. An electrifying night that uh, really is, uh, you think about the tension, just building, 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 building. And the the chances uh, for goals never stopped the whole time, so and never broke until the final whistle.
0: Ultimately, there were 12 block shots, seven saves, nine more shots off target. A scoreless draw, but not for lack of trying the magic of this game was not in its final tally. The magic of this game was not in its final tally, but in all the moments that came before it, and even the ones after. On the back of this scoreless draw, Arsenal continued in the tournament and played their way to the Champions League final. While it ended in defeat to Barcelona, the thrilling Champions League campaign of 2006, with two more scoreless draws along the way, was ultimately the sweetest goodbye the team could muster for their legendary home, and the closest that Arsenal would ever get to winning the Champions League to date.
1: Though you've got a situation of a club like Real Madrid um, that had never been kept scoreless on a home-and-home series in this competition, which they've won more than anyone else. Uh, When two teams are really determined to score, um, but also desperate to prevent the other from scoring, you've got the game being played in this real pure, pure context. But it's on a, the big stage like the Champions League added to it, to be sure. But um, any game where where the sides are going at each other, each one trying to land that knockout blow, not just block that knockout blow, but to land the knockout blow themselves, it really showed the the full potential of, of soccer to be the most thrilling game in the world, even when you don't score. that. The, There's nothing harder than to put that ball inside that eight foot by eight yard little box that we call a goal.
0: So before you write off soccer for its lack of scoring, remember that there's a lot to be seen before the final whistle and plenty more after it, enough to keep you on the edge of your seat and begging for more. This episode was researched, written, and produced by me, Chris Singelman. If you like putting up a fight about scoreless draws, you can find us at the WLOD Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also admonish me privately via email at the WLOD Show at gmail.com. Appreciative comments are also appreciated. Special thanks to our guest, Dr. David Kilpatrick. Dr. Kilpatrick is a professor of English and philosophy and does his own incredible research into the history of his soccer and its many nuances. You can follow along with his work on Twitter at Dr. D. Stay tuned next week for another episode of Win, Lose, or Draw.